Queer Entanglements, the podcast that unpacks the mess out of messy. Hang with us every episode as we unpack relationships, sex, and friendships under a queer lens. So I'm Lawrence Anthony. And in this episode, we will be talking about queer love. And not only queer love, we're going to talk about our love languages. Because, you know, that's trendy right now. Everyone's talking about what's your love language and whatever. So we are going to take our own love language quiz and you're going to watch us. And we want y'all to take it with us. Yes. But not only that, we're going to unpack the messiness of love and queer relationships. So So y'all need to tune in. Because the, the more you tune in, the messier it gets. Mm-hmm. And what was you going to say? Well, I was going to say, <laughs> before we get into anything, you know, I, I got to do a disclaimer and make sure mm-hmm. we're all on the same page. Got to remind us that we're in an inclusive space. You know, we are not experts in anything other than our own lived experiences, our own mm-hmm. truths. Um, yeah. Let's get it started. Yes. So I wanna I wanna do like I wanna have like a fun section of this episode. Like you know, I like fun. So because it's Valentine's Day, y'all. So this is a very special episode. We're gonna be talking about love and all that. And some of us are single, some of us are in complicated situationships, some of us are in actually long-term relationships. But um, you know, love is so it's such a funny thing that it's very like when we think about love we think about love songs and like emotions and all that so i want to hear from y'all first of all let us know in the comments what is your favorite love song um and we're going to talk about our favorite love song so i know we didn't talk about this in uh in advance so i'm putting you on the spot so what is your favorite love song ali love song um, just the first thing that okay. comes to your mind. Okay. Um, when I think of love, I mm. think of like Anita Baker. Anita Baker. Anita okay. Baker, like okay. Sweet love. I think oh. Caught up in the rapture. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's, that's a good song. Body and soul. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I love. I love mm-hmm. Anita Baker. Can we play some? You. Anita Baker, hold on. But we gotta go to the That's Ali's Valentine's Day selection. Yes. So you. you already know who I'm gonna pick. Oh God, we're gonna we gonna we're gonna go with Mariah. Oh, baby, baby, we belong together 
enough of that. So now y'all know these are our Valentine's Day love song selections. Let us know in the comments again. What is y'all Valentine's Day song? Yeah, What's your favorite love know. song? I want to know if I see. Yeah. I better hear some keep sweating it in them keep comments. <laughs> or genuine also. Okay. Listen. Um, but we also want to do something else. We want to celebrate queer love. Yes. So we want to look at who are our peers in the celebrity or pop culture world. Mm-hmm. Because I think so, like, these these couples exist, but do you can you name off the top of your head like who you think is is like a queer couple off the top of your head? Okay, queer couples. Okay, obviously I know Ellen. Ellen and who you do you know her? Ellen and you know. No, we don't know. Pete. Her you name know? is Portia the Rossi. Yeah, Pete. Yeah. I don't. Know, I, I forgot what her last name was, but okay, I know her first so name. Okay, so a white lesbian yeah. couple. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Queen Latifah. And who's her partner's name? I have no Wow, clue. that's fucked up. So we're going to go sorry, right queen. now. We're going to look. sorry, queen. I'm sorry. So we're going to go right now and we're going to look at who are queer couples that are still together in this year, 2021. Okay, so this is an article from Instinct Magazine, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have Bishop O.C. Allen and First Gentleman Rashad mm-hmm. Burgess. These, right? Mm-hmm. These two they in the, they in the church show. famous after appearing on a BET documentary called Holla If You Hear Me, Black and Gay in the Church, Bishop Oliver Clyde. All right. Yes. Black in the gay. Black Church, yes. Black and Gay Show. Yes. And then we out. got, who else we got? Oh, there's Queen Latifah. Queen Love. And her partner is called Ebony Nichols. Oh, you and T.Y. Oh, shit. Okay. That's her. Queen Love. Queen. And then we got Niecy Nash, uh-huh. who just recently, well, not that recent, in 2020, I think it was July that she got married. Oh, it was it was in the summer, yeah. Niecy Nash, who surprises all because she never identified as as lesbian or queer or in the spectrum at all. She got married to her partner and her name is Jessica Betts. So let's celebrate. Let's celebrate queer, femme, lesbian. Yes, I was surprised. Love. I was so shocked. I was like, and then, yes. And then, oh, we got the brat. Oh, the brat. The brat. The brat. I mean... And her partner's name is Jessica Dupart. Mm. Dupart. Mm-hmm. Dupartly. No. So we got Janet Mock and Bismarck. Uh, last name, I think it's pronounced Curiel. Um, so Janet Mock is, she is a famous uh, trans woman activist. Oh. Um, and she's also, she's an author. She, she just is very famous in the trans community. Guillermo Diaz from Scandal. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it was exactly no because queer comes in all shapes and it's sizes exactly. and colors exactly. and identities and whatnot. That's a fact. And then Wanda Sykes, Alexis oh, yeah. Scott. Oh, I didn't know that was her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, Wanda, I see you. Yes. Hey, she's pretty, okay. Yes. Okay. Well. Okay, so 
With that being said, we giving y'all um, our favorite love songs, some queer celebrity couples, and we want to talk about us because, like, obviously, this is the Queer Entanglements podcast. So we're gonna start, you know, with how our love situation has been, but we also want to hear from y'all. So, Allie, tell me, what is what's your what's your like love life right now? Because you know, this is our audience is just getting to know us, so they want to know: Are you single? Are you dating? Are you in a complicated situation? Or are you in a full blown ass relationship? Okay. Great question. Mm-hmm. Right now, I am actually in a full blown. In a full <laughs> blown ass. Like, full blown ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Going oh, wow. almost six years. Six years. I can't believe in myself. Girl. Trust me. Whew. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what about you? So I'm single, happily single, first of all, and I've been single now for. Like two years, two and a half years. Okay. I can't believe it's been that long. But 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 not like, oh grudgingly, like I've been single for two years. It's like mm-hmm. I'm happily single. Like I'm okay sleeping at bed alone. Like I'm okay being at home alone. I mean, yes, I'm working through my shit, you know. Yes. But I I love being single. Um and mingling with different guys and just mm-hmm. being mixy and mm-hmm. you know, doing what I do. Um yes. yeah. But I'm single. And the last relationship that I was in uh, was seven months, seven or eight months. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, with my ex. Um, but how many relationships have you been in? Um, let's see, how many relationships have I been in? Um, I would say maybe like okay. a total. This is probably like my fifth relationship. Yeah, five. Fifth. Okay. Wow, how many relationships? No, it's not that many. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I've only been in. I've only been in two. So I was in one in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. The last a year and a half, and then the one the most recent one was like almost two years ago, and it lasted like seven months. Um. So I'm I'm per, I'm the type of person where I I like relationships I like multiple relationships I'm not trying to necessarily find the love of my life right away and we get married forever like I do believe in true love Do you believe in true love? Yeah, yeah. And and also I like the term um, enchanted love. I like enchanted love because I like falling in love with someone and we're like caught up in the rapture. Uh-huh. I like getting caught up in the rapture. I need a Um. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to approach this like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with the next person that I'm with. Like, I I come from the school of thought where I'm going to have multiple relationships so I find out more about what I like in my partner or in my potential mate yeah. and also how I am in relationships. So As you should. Yeah, as we all should. As we all should. But again, if you with your high school or college sweetheart, or you've been with your man for or your woman mm-hmm. for multiple years, <clears throat> more than a decade, we love that. We celebrate that. Yeah. So please, we just we're just saying, everyone, no matter what stage in life you are in mm-hmm. regarding love, we celebrate that, yes. especially on Valentine's Day. Um, so when was the first time that you were? In love, cause I'm I'm assuming that you're in love with your girlfriend right now. You know, 
Right? I mean, we're gonna. You can't say no. We can't say no because if you weren't making an assumption, you make an ass of you and me. Yes, but it's been six years, so one would hope that a bitch is in love. (laughs) Are we? Yes, right. Yes, bitch, I'm in love. Okay then. (laughs) Yeah. No. So your question is: When was the first time that that you knew in your head and your heart that you was in love? With this person that I'm with now. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm, that's a deep question. Gotta make me get all up in my heart and my yes. mind. Getting your emotions. Get all up in it. Um, I think I knew I was in love when I realized that I was like genuinely afraid to lose her. Mm. Cause I'm a kind of person. I'm an Aries. I don't know about nobody else, but we go, we go with the flow. We adventurous. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it. Another person will. Type of thing. Okay. I think I knew I was in love when I realized, like, damn, I, I'm, I would, I would, I would be tight to lose her. I would be you tight. Be I, would, tight. I, would, I would be mad. I would be tight. Like, it's tight, just like a like devastation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's 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 my like. <laughs> Running kind of way yeah, to yeah, say yeah. devastated, but yes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, have, yeah. have you been in love? Because I know you've only been in two relationships. Right, right. No, I've I've been in love. I would say it's so funny because the term being in love, I feel like it. I feel like that changes as you get older because sometimes you could confuse love with infatuation, with deep infatuation. That's and I feel like I. I feel like there have been two times where I I might have been in love or infatuated. I'm still trying to figure out the first one, mm-hmm. but the second one definitely I was in love, um, and it was with my recent ex. Like, and I I knew I was in love with him the like from our first conversation because yeah, it, I just I I felt like just this deep feeling in my stomach like like I want to I want to be long lifetime partners with him. Meanwhile, I just said I want to have all sorts of relationships, <laughs> but no, but I like deeply felt like I want to be like his, his person. I want to, I want, cause one of our first conversations, like in our first date was the fact about us raising kids, like not together, but like how, like how we were going to raise kids and like what were his values in life. And it was just a simple walk down I think we were yeah we were at Forty Second Street because our first day we we went to see a movie like very classic, mm-hmm. um, but it's just I appreciated the conversations that we had in terms of our values um, and life and our relationship with our families and what we want for our future families and and what are our goals and our communication styles and I just that to me it's just Quit. like when we had like when we have stimulating conversation like that and you fine and I know I'm fine. <laughs> Like, I was just like, oh, God, like, I was in love with him. And it's just like, over time, like, I was definitely in love with him. We're not together anymore, so whatever. But I believe in love. Like, I, I just love being in the in the feeling of, like, just being getting caught up. Like, yeah. I just love that. Love is scary. It's, it's scary because, because, like you said, it's like, then it's the fear that comes in. It's like, fuck, am I going to lose them? But we're going to talk about, you know, the different types of love and future episodes and whatnot. But um, what we want to do now 
is we want to, because this is a topic that I feel like all of us are like getting into, even though it's been around for a while, Mm -hmm. but like the love languages, like how do you show love? How do you like to receive love? Yes. What is your love language? The two may be very different. Mm -hmm. How how you give love and how you want to receive love. So we're going to take the love language quiz live. Look at that. Dramatic. Live. (laughs) Live show. (laughs) Um, so you want to take it first or should um, I take it first? Um, you can take it first. Take okay. First. So, so we are on five love languages.com y'all. There are plenty of love languages, uh, quizzes out there, but we are on that specific website and they have it, um, based off of singles and couples love languages. So I'm going to take mine first. So we got here. Select your country. Obviously, we're in the U.S. I've never taken one um, of these before, so I'm like... Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, have you read the, the Five Love Languages Singles Edition? No. Okay, so first question. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love sends me a loving note or text for no special reason, or I hug someone I love. Hmm... I like the first one. Mm-hmm. I like when they send me a, a text because I feel like it just you it lets was, them you was mind. Yeah, it, I like to be on people's minds and shit. You know, like oh, I know. Um, someone I love does something unexpected for me, or I share innocent touch. I like an innocent touch. Yeah, innocent. I like, I like, what is that like a? Like, like, just like, a, like an arm around oh. or like, or just like, even if you're like laying in the same bed, like the, the legs are touching, just something, mm. nothing driven, but it's just like, we're connected physically, gotcha, gotcha. you know? Okay. I hear someone I love tell me I'm proud of you or someone I love helps me with a task. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> someone I love does something special for me to help me out or I got a gift. Someone I love put thought into choosing. Mm. The second one for sure. That's a thought. Mm-hmm. It's not about a gift. It's a thought behind the gift. The little gift. Someone I love touches my arm or shoulder to show care or concern. Or someone I love gives me a little gift that they picked up in the course of their normal day. I like the second one. What? You didn't like my shoulder? I mean, it's okay, but, okay. but it's like no, no, no. <laughs> Someone I love surprises me with a small token of appreciation, or I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like second one a lot. So you do want this touch? <laughs> <laughs> I get a hug from someone who I haven't seen in a while, or I hear someone I love tell me how much I mean to them. I like the second one. Oh, I am done. We're going to see what my love language is. What is it? What is it? Quality time. Okay. 40% quality time. So that's a very like important thing to me. And I, I feel like that's definitely correct. I just love spending time with my partner. Like, like we could do whatever. Like we could we could go out to dinner. We could go on vacation together. We could just be watching like Netflix together and I just I just appreciate just having our own space where it's uninterrupted mm-hmm. and it's just like we're just getting we're getting to know each other or we're we're not even talking and we're just together. I just like the proximity of it all. Um and then 
After that, twenty seven percent is words of affirmation, which I, I I agree with. I like I like to hear words of encouragement. I like to hear like if I'm working on a project, I like to show my partner and they tell me like I'm doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that way it just I guess it validates yeah. you know what I'm doing. Like I just I like that. Um, and then I got zero percent for access service. Because the thing is, <laughs> is that I, I I'm it's very so- independent. No access service is like. Is like doing the errands for me, oh. like asking my partner oh, to do yeah. things for me. Like I just, I'm a very independent person. Like I don't need you to do anything for me. So I'm not surprised that it's zero percent. Um, and then receiving gifts and physical touch are both seventeen. So I feel like that's that that makes sense. I like because I like gifts, but if they're thoughtful, I don't just like just gifts a random expensive ass gift. I don't care if it's designer or nothing like that. Like I like the thought behind it. Um, and then physical touch, I definitely love physical touch, like, you know, Touchy touching feeling. and kissing and sex and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, quality time, nothing says I love you like the full undivided attention. So we're going to take, we're going to take your quiz now? Yeah, let's go. Let's see how, what's my communication style? Yes. Oh no, not my communication Your love style. language. My love language. What's my love language? I receive a loving note, text, email for no special reason from my loved one or my partner and I hug. The first one. Okay. My partner unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing the laundry. laundry. My partner and I touch. Oh, I would say probably filling the cards when the laundry. Okay, doing the laundry, yeah. taking it outside because yeah. you don't got to wash the dryer in unit or right. in building. Oh, you so good. How we moving? <laughs> I'm able to just be around my partner, or I get back rubs or massages. Back from massages. I love Loosen back up the rubs. Knots. Up the knots. I do love back rubs, but it means more to me just to be around. You know, okay. My partner. my partner and I kiss frequently. Oh, the tongue. Or slob, slob, slob. nasty. No, I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. Oh. Definitely the second one. Oh, that's cute. I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance or my partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. Second one. Mm, those feelings. Gotta yeah. listen to the feelings. Yeah. My partner and I share non-sexual touch in public. Oh, non, non, non-finger. <laughs> Innocent. Um, or my partner offers to run errands for me. Um... The non-sexual touch. Okay. I just do it myself. My partner doesn't check his or her phone while we're talking. My partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure. Yes. The first one. I hate the phone checking. My partner and I are physically intimate. Oh, intimate. That's sex you was talking about. Yes. (laughs) Or my partner gives me a little gift he or she picked up in the course of their... No, I want the physical. The physical. Give me the physical. Mm -hmm. My partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while, or I hear my partner say how much I mean to him or her. The second one. Okay. Let's see the results. Oh, your love language is quality time. Yeah, I mean, man. 
Oh, we got the same woman. That's so cute. Why do you think that is? Like, what? What about that? It's forty percent, y'all. Yeah, cause I mean, for me, as far as like the different categories that it could have been, like mm. gift giving, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, that's so regular to me. Like my parents, like growing up, that was like you know birthdays, Christmas, and things like that. Family members do that, so gift giving is not so much for me. Mm. When it comes to like physical physical touch, touch I mean, of course, I love to. <laughs> Well, other than asexuals, we all like to have sex. But it's not about right. sex. It was like holding but, hands know, and yeah, know, yeah. Embrace I, I, I like and... those things, but it's much lower for me because I think that's also a department that I'm working on, like romanticism. Oh, so okay. that that makes sense, I think. Um, and I don't Acts need those service. things to make me feel loved. Mm. Okay. Acts of service. Acts of service. Um. Um, yeah, pretty independent like mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I, I do it myself for the most part. <laughs> and then and then your next one was words of affirmation at 27%. Yes. Because I'm a person that likes to hold my own weight and I like to do a lot for the people I love, mm-hmm. I like to feel like you appreciate that. I never want to feel like I'm doing too much and you just playing me for a fool. Right. That's true. Yeah. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. <laughs> well, we took our love language quizzes and we want to let, we want y'all to take, if yes, you don't know what your love language is, take the you. quiz. But if you know, let us in, let us know in the comments at Queer Entanglements on Instagram, but yes. also in the YouTube comments as well. Just let us know because we want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately, that's going to help you, your next relationship or your current one. Right, because if quality time is not big on somebody else's list, then y'all might have a little something. Yes. So we want to like dig deeper and be a little more more messy in terms of like what queer love is and and what does that look like in our community because there's different types of arrangements between different <laughs> couples. Obviously, you know, I'm representing the gay males, even though I there are plenty of other gay males that I'm not speaking for all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying mm-hmm. from my experience. <laughs> and then Allie, who you you come you, you represent I'm coming from the the <laughs> black AG community. Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> bad specified. But like what does what does romantic love look like in your community? Like, what what have you seen, like, when it comes to lesbians, black queer lesbians? Like, how is that dynamic? Like, because it's studs and femmes open and closed. And, like, what are you usually, like, are they living together? Are they are they dating? Like, what what is it that you, you've seen in your experience? So one thing I've noticed, I definitely, I feel like I've seen more of a dynamic where it's like an AG or a stud with a femme, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, where it's some kind of masculine with a feminine kind of energy. Okay. Why do you um, think that is? I don't know. I'm going to guess because, I mean, I think part of it is definitely a preference thing. Like you just, if you're, a lot of the more masculine identified people are mm-hmm. naturally drawn to more feminine energy. That's what they mm, like. Okay. So I definitely think it's that. But it's I like a yin and a yin. Yes. Yes. 
But I do also think that there's a lot of people who are closeted, as in, oh. yes, it's almost like you gotta come oh, out again. Like oh. if you're an AG that likes another AG, and that's your that's your twist. Oh yes, oh, yes, shit. yes. That's a double gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gay squid. <laughs> no, no, we gotta have an episode on that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but I definitely would say like overall the the most predominant dynamics I see is like a feminine ag. But there's definitely mm-hmm. ags that like each other and mm-hmm. go together, and femmes that go together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what about like because. The- I mean, you know, there's the stereotype when it comes to lesbians that y'all fall in love real quick and move together you real quick. You whole relationship. So is that like, from your experience, is that Bitch. is that real? Like, what's that? Let me tell you how fucking real it is. That's the current situation, the relationship that I'm in. <laughs> and I would never normally do that because I like to take my time and get mm-hmm. to know somebody. But in this current relationship that I'm in, that literally happened where we knew each other for a short amount of time and mm-hmm. then we ended up shacking living. up. Yeah, shacking up, living uh, together. Mm-hmm. Especially during the winter fucking seasons when, when it's Somebody cold. Somebody wants to cuddle. Yep, cuddle and season. be affectionate. Mm-hmm. I like cuddling. Um, with men, yes. I feel like it's it's Tell complicated. Me, I feel like I feel like with lesbians, it's, it's so easier for y'all from my vantage point. Oh, let me hear my, this because it's it's like it's so it's, it's things are defined like you got the studs and the femmes and and then y'all move in together. But with ma- with with males, I think first of all because of the fact that men we are already afraid of commitment in general. Whether you're straight, gay, queer, whatever the fuck you identify. It's already like this this fear of commitment that naturally comes, I feel like, with, with men. So putting in the the gay part of it, um I I'm trying to think about the I have a few friends that are in relationships and with us it's not necessarily like there is not this mask one or this femme one, even though I feel like it, it can be subtle. Like because obviously when it comes to, to roles, there's like mm-hmm. there is um, a top and a bottom unless they're both verse or there's a verse top a verse bottom verse you know there's a whole combination of it all um, I think I have this one friend he's in a relationship right now they've been together for eight months I feel like they live in Brooklyn and I think he's he's definitely the bottom in a relationship and the guy is the top and they they don't live together they they're uh, they live separately but they live close by mm. Um, and they're monogamous right now, I think. Yeah. But in, in the queer community, you know, monogamy and polyamory and open relationships, that definitely exists Mm -hmm. and it's definitely different types of arrangements. And, and I think it's so interesting how when it comes to queer love, like we, our community, I think we push the boundaries on what, what love means. And I think that's very innovative of us. Like, like we may not necessarily we may I may not identify as poly you may not identify as poly like but I think the fact that our community pushes the envelope in terms of what love means compared to our straight folks our straight brothers and sisters our counterparts I think that that's really interesting like I, I love that because we don't have to subscribe to what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. like we define love based on what happiness it gives to us especially if we're in a relationship i think that is so 
important and so interesting for us like we kind of we're we're pioneers when it comes to redefining what love means so i love that that's a valid point you know i I never really thought about that like i never i never realized like yeah being a part of the lgbtq plus community it's Mm -hmm. because we the way we're thinking about love everything is on a spectrum everything is like out of the box Mm -hmm. It, 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 it it's like it creates more opportunities for us to identify however we want to love however we want to and it be like understood it's not like it's not a weird thing I feel like yeah. us, us being out of the box as far as like what love looks like is such an understood thing yeah it's not <laughs> like we gotta we don't have to subscribe to oh I'm gonna get married by X date mm-hmm. and have 2.5 kids and a dog and a cat and a white picket fence and that's okay if if that's so because that's still part of 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 the queer love dynamic they're, they're queer, like gay marriage is legal so right. that's okay but I love the fact that we we push the boundaries in terms of yeah. what love means like we've been saying mm-hmm. I think that is so that is so great because because there's different layers. There's our sexual orientation, right. and there's our gender identity, mm-hmm. and then there's how we orient ourselves in terms of how we choose to love. I think that is so that's so powerful. Yes, because it's it's all about determining what makes us happy in the end, and not subscribing to societal norms. Yes. yes. Um, okay. So yeah, but what is universal though is loving someone right. and knowing when you're in love with someone and saying the words "I love you." So I want to hear from you. Like, when did you first say "I love you" to someone? Mm. That's probably my first relationship mm-hmm. when I first came out. I said I love you, and I, I looking back on it, obviously I didn't stay with the person, so. I don't know. Was it love or was it lust? Is that you? I mean, what do you think? I think I loved her, but I think I I think people are there for reasons and seasons. Like as mm. I grow to love myself and learn myself, who I am, my different interests, likes, dislikes, they change a lot with the person as you grow. Mm-hmm. So I think I think at one point I was in love with. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, I mean I already mentioned it, but mm-hmm. when when we, I think just in our, because the way I fall in love is through conversation. Yes. Like, yes, I definitely, you know, a lot of us gay men, we're, we're, we're a little vain. Let's just admit it. I like looks. I like, you need to look good, face and body. But what really makes me fall in love with someone is stimulate, like, stimulation in a conversation, yeah. like, intellectual discourse, like, understanding your point of view and we don't we don't necessarily have to agree Mm -hmm. but just that you have a point of view about something and that you're like interested in different topics i think that's what makes me fall in love with you um especially if you have an unconventional way of thinking that will make me like gassed up um so i knew what i was in love with him we we actually didn't even say i love you to each other until we broke up it was like a whole thing yeah like he told me like I was in love with you and I was like well why didn't you say this before because I already knew I was in love with you and yes I should have said it first too 
And it's always this fear. No one wants right. to say it first. Yeah. No one wants That's to understandable. No one wants to say it first because the funny thing is, is that men, no matter whether you're straight or gay, are three times like less likely to say I love you compared to women. Like they take longer. Right. Like when it comes to the number of days, men take like 130 days compared to women on average. Take eighty that. days to say I love you, and I could I could see that too. Um, I just know for my personal reasons, like I don't, I like being vulnerable, but I don't I don't. It's just yeah. you gotta open me up, like in multiple ways. Don't <laughs> <laughs> just bust it open. The front and the rear. Right, right. It's it's a lot. Nah, I, I feel you, and like I know for you. It takes mm. you a little while. Like, you know, you got your guard up and shit like that. And I feel like I'm similar in that way. Maybe, maybe if any AGs are out there that they could like kind of speak to this. But, you know, since we kind of like in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, it might, for me, it takes me a little while to say I love you. Unless I'm in some kind of like situation where I feel like is do or die and now I have to be upfront about my real feelings otherwise you may walk out mm-hmm. other than mm-hmm. that like I I would yeah I'm, I would say I'm very similar to like the male kind of number where it's like mm-hmm. it would take me a long ass time to fucking say I love you yeah cause it's hard those are some powerful ass words because imagine saying I love you and the person is just like thanks right <laughs> oh god thanks I feel like honestly, no, dead ass. Like I feel like the next time I say I love I love you to someone, if they don't say I love you back, it's done. <laughs> I'm not waiting for that. I'm not waiting for the I love you too. Like if you don't feel it too, no. And it's I'm gonna take it personal, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, I just like it's not gonna break it's just you. goodbye. Just like we done. Understandable if someone doesn't feel the same way, you want to walk away, whatever. But is it is there another part to think about, which is maybe everybody processes things in their own time. So even though they may not say I'm in love with you, they may not be ready to share that they're in love with you. That doesn't mean that they're not in love with you. They may not be ready to share. Okay, okay, okay. Or it could also be that they have not reached the point yet that they are in love with you, but that doesn't mean that there's not a potential for that to happen. Okay, so I'm gonna address the both okay. both scenarios. Okay. So I'm gonna go with the second one first. If they're not there yet, I'm not saying cause I don't wanna I don't wanna make it seem like, oh fuck you, if you're not in love with me, like we're not together. I think I I'm okay. I get it. If you're not there yet, I totally respect that. And I totally empathize, you know, if you need time. But I also, in part of my journey and my healing, I need to understand that I don't owe it to you to wait. Very true. That's because a fact. I know I'm here. That's a fact. And I don't want to put my heart on the line for you to figure out if you're still in love with me. And it's nothing petty about it because I know people could be petty with it. It's just I am at a place right now where I need to preserve my my energy, the love I give, and I still need to love myself. And if I'm giving you 
a piece of that mm-hmm. and you're not ready, then maybe we're just not meant to be. And I, and, and I think sometimes it's, it's about timing. And I think that's how we get we get in our heads because we're like, damn, is it the right time? Like, and it's it's scary. And listen, I might be just saying all this, and I might end up waiting. <laughs> but um, but that's valid. I think like it's important that we hold on to that love that we give to ourselves. Um, yes. And then the other part of your question was what was the other one? If they. So if they oh if they are in love with you but they're not ready to say it right I think that's a cop out I think that's a cop out honestly because it's just like if you if you know you're in love with me I'm literally telling you I'm in love with you and you're gonna withhold that too like you're gonna have forty eight hours <laughs> no dead ass dead ass. 48 hours. You gonna have 48 no, hours. No, I'm serious because it's like if you know, why would you yeah. why would you not say it? What are you afraid of? They could have things that they've gone through. Then I get that, but listen. Maybe someone they, they were with said that they loved them and they re- released that information and said, I love you too, and no. shit was totally used against them or they got manipulated or that's true. No, that's maybe, true. You know, that's, once that's you said true. the truth, maybe you got manipulated. It's like, it's hard because it's we all have our journeys and our backgrounds, but our baggage. But forty eight hours, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hurry, because I gotta still protect myself. Yeah. Like and my love for myself, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. That's that's. I fair. said it and I said it, and you better say it too. <laughs> And if you don't say it, then we're not meant to be together. It's okay. But if I say, but you know, if I say, then, babe, I think I need to respectfully exit from this relationship. Then if you say, babe, no, I made a mistake. Like I'm in love with you. I'm just scared. Then I'll be like, okay, like I get it. I get it because I'm 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 accommodating. Yeah. Some of us are not. Some of us are like, if you didn't say it, I'm out. That's it. And then that's okay too. But I'm accommodating. You know, sometimes you gotta put the pressure, the ultimatums, mm-hmm. ultimatums. Apply that pressure. Um, what about you though? Taking it back on you and the devil's advocate. What if it was? What if you was in that position and they didn't say it first, or if they didn't say it because they weren't ready, or they didn't say it because they were scared because they were actually work. I mean, I, I I'd be just like you. You got twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> 24? I said 48. I mean, to be honest, I I agree with what you're saying. Like, yes, I do think there's room for, like, the in-between folks where it's, like, there's a reason why they didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. to say it. I get that. Me, personally, if I'm in a relationship with someone and I say that I love you and you don't say you love me back, I would then take that as we are on two different pages. And that is Okay. Yeah. I fell for you before you fell for me. And if it looks like there's not that that's the direction we're going, then it's like, all right, to me, we're on different pages. We in totally different books, matter of fact. Yeah. So I would just feel like I'm going to, like you said, preserve parts of me that I need to save for somebody else. I'm not going to sit here and wait for you to maybe get to right. where I'm at. I'd rather be your friend and then let you come and be like, oh, I love you. Oh, we're <laughs> friends, so. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, but what about um, 
Uh, you gotta protect I your feel peace. That. I, feel, I know that's hard. Um, what about like in terms of the the timing? Because this is all about it's all about timing. Like I said, do you feel like sometimes in the beginning we might think we're in love because of the thrill of it all? We're like caught up in the rapture of our feelings. Um, do you think that that like is tied into maybe? some self-work or trauma that we still need to deal with or do you think we can genuinely fall in love with someone right away um i'm not gonna lie so i I don't i don't like to paint a blanket yeah yeah just like your experience i think falling in love with someone like right away like i think like that might indicate some level of unfinished self-worth falling fall in love with someone right away because naturally people they don't divulge every part of them right away everybody has insecurities everybody has skeletons in their closet it can be mm. small or big so if somebody is giving you all that information up front I would then question certain things about that person's character because <laughs> mm. people don't normally do that that's, right. that's a little abnormal right. right so for me i i would yeah no <laughs> yeah so it's it's about like the the, the information that they're giving and all that for right. you. that yeah. makes sense i think for me i i i agree in the sense that like i feel like if this is if it's if we're yeah, if you're sharing, like, a lot of info that is very personal, like, is you gotta, I gotta sit back and be like, okay, why are you sharing this? Because I've, I, I don't think I've, I've been there, but I've, what I've done is I've been in the, in the side where I've fallen in love with someone because I've so, like, I've wanted that companionship mm-hmm. so desperately, almost, where it's just like, this person is fulfilling that need and like they're there. And so I'm, I must be in love with them. And I don't, I, that's not true love. Like, because you don't really know the person fully in a three sixty dimensional way. Um, but I do believe in enchanted love in the sense of like you, you meet someone. Um, I do believe in love at first sight. Mm-hmm. And I think like on a spiritual level, like, you know, that's your person. You don't know everything about them and you don't know how they may react to certain things. But, you know, deep down, like, whether or not you guys are karmic lovers, which we'll, we'll get into in future episodes, or soulmates, like, you know that there is something there. There's an in love factor there. And y'all have to just figure yeah. out that. I agree. I mean, I believe that though. I feel like there's room for both. I think that that happens a lot less often than what people think. Yeah, I agree. It does because because it's a spiritual alignment. There's fucking like billions of people on this earth. Could you imagine? Yeah, it definitely is possible where people can definitely meet and just be so intrinsically connected to Mm -hmm. each other. I definitely agree. Yeah, but I think a lot of people think that's going on when really. It's a mask for infatuation yeah. and passion. And what do what do you, what do you think about like, you know, because of the fact that a lot of us, I know a lot of y'all in our audience, 
we've all been heartbroken. We've all been yeah. deceived. We've all gone through I the trials see. and tribulations of love. And some of us, and I know myself included, we have these defense mechanisms where we have like these checklists of like, if this person doesn't fulfill X, Y, Z box, and it might necessarily be tied to things of substance, but it may just be physical things. Yeah. We have these checklists. If they don't fit this X, Y, Z, then they're not worthy of my love. What do you, what do you think of, um, how, how do we get past that? Like, is that something that is necessary? Like, what do what do you think? I really love that question because I think it's important to have a, a sort of a, a system for the mm. to keep track of the things you value in a person, right? A checklist. I think yeah. that's totally fine to have one. However, you have to realize that you come with baggage just as much as you come with pros. Right. I think when we understand how flawed we are ourselves, we're more open to bending on that checklist because we may say, oh, we have the career, we got the financial freedom, we got a trendy look, we're cute, we have a nice body. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you might have sucky-ass communications. Yes. And this person may have to pull teeth just to fucking get you to say mm. that you love them back. And the body and the abs ain't gonna make up for the right. lack you of communication. Might, yes, you might even have emotional management. You might get so upset about small things and your temper's through the roof. Or you may be so career-oriented that you don't know how to balance your family, your friendships, and everything else with your job. Everybody comes with pros and cons. Yeah. Recognize how flawed you are and, and you can't... You gotta, yeah. you gotta be open. But when do we know... That we're at a place where we can love someone and we can continue to build someone and, and self-improve um, without the toxicity that comes with that. Like, when do we know that? Because because sometimes we'll see couples, you know, in entertainment or just in our everyday lives where you'll see sometimes there's the, the codependency relationships. There are the relationships where this person is obviously like mentally or, or verbally abusing this person, but like they're still together. Like, like even when we're, we're not necessarily in those toxic environments, when, when do we know like that we're ready for love and that we're ready to, to improve together? Man, that's the question of every inquiring minds want to know. How do you know when you're ready for love? I will say for me personally, because again, I can't speak for anybody, mm-hmm. but for me, um, I know that I'm in, I'm ready for love when I love myself. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds like such a cliche answer, but that's the honest to God truth. Like, I think I'm ready for love when I feel content with myself. Alone. Right. In a bed. <laughs> 30, uh, zero, I mean, <laughs> negative 30 degree weather. So with dramatic. one blanket. <laughs> On a cold winter's night. Yes. <laughs> nah, like, or some real shit. Like, I know it sounds cliche, but I really do believe that because I know, like, even I can even speak about my current relationship. Mm-hmm. We went through, we have gone through a lot. We have gone through so much shit. And I can remember in the first year of our relationship, um, we went through a lot. 
emotionally mm-hmm. like we we were very toxic for each other i would say mm-hmm. um and i would say at that time when she came into my life i was not ready for love so that's why i think that first year of our relationship was so rocky mm-hmm. on my end because i wasn't ready to receive what she was trying to give me so everything she did was like ah i don't want ah ah it's too much it's overwhelming yeah. cuz i wasn't ready because i was not happy with who I was at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard because because I think love is all about timing. Like yes. we just we, we keep going back to that. It's yes. all about timing and what how much time are you willing to sacrifice for someone else? Um and how much of your energy are you willing to to give up? Yes. And I think for me right now, I'm at a point where I feel like my energy is restored and I feel like I I you know I, I'm not I, I'm not gonna say some cheesy shit like I love myself because it's still weird for me to say that so I'm still healing when it comes to that but I like being alone like you know being I don't need someone to be around me like that um and I was in a relationship before where like we were seeing each other like at least three times a week and it's like I was just like looking forward to that it was almost like a rush mm-hmm. and for me I. I feel like I'm ready for love in that sense yeah. um, because I want to maintain my individuality. Like, I need to fight for that. Just like yes. we fight for love from someone else, like, we need to fight for ourselves. Yes. And I, the next relationships that I'm in, those of y'all who are tuning want to hit up the DM. <laughs> yes, we're going to fight for our relationship, but I will fight for myself. Yes. And... I think that's an important lesson that we all need to know. It's like we have to fight for ourselves sometimes. It's yeah, so hard. Man, I, was, I love that. When you get caught up. Because it's just like life is too short. And we know this in the midst of a pandemic. Like, I don't want to deal with bullshit. Like, I do not want to deal with baggage that obviously we all deal with. And it's, and it's okay but mm-mm, like undone we need to both be in therapy first of all that's yes. that's my checklist yes. you need to be in therapy with me and i don't and i actually think i actually think now come to think about it the fact that you know we're not imperfect human beings i think that it is perfectly okay for us to all be in therapy in perpetuity yes. like perpetu- like i think that is okay you don't necessarily need to be in therapy now, but if you've been in therapy for a few years, then okay, great. But I just think it's important. Because we all done been through some shit. Our parents is not, per- nobody's perfect. So our parents probably did some shit that fucked us up for mm-hmm. life. <laughs> right. We all need therapy. Because it's all about, it's all about self-love. And I think this Valentine's Day hopefully for those of you who are tuning in you know like i mentioned before we've been almost a year now in this pandemic and you know a lot of us have reflected and i hope that a lot of us have realized that self-love is so much more important than the love that others give us and i think that's where we're gonna end it Yes, I want to just say one last thing. I know, especially in honor of Valentine's Day, I hope that everybody out there listening and watching, I hope that y'all make the best of this, this holiday. Practice some self-care, self-love, as you mentioned. This is the, this is definitely the day yeah. of the year to practice self-love. 
let us know in the comments again down below or on our or on our social media at Queer Entanglements. What you think of this episode, what love means to you, and how you found self-love, because that is so important. So again, follow us on all streaming platforms, follow us, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Yes. Because we will continue to unpack the mess out of messy on any topics that you want us to cover in the podcast. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Mm-hmm.